Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, on the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Well, this is going to be juicy. Ellen DeGeneres sat down with Mother Monster Lady Gaga um, and asked her a bunch of questions. Of course, A Star is Born is coming out next week. And um, she asked her what was the first Hollywood heartthrob to get her pulse racing. A lot of people... You know, they'll say George Clooney or Brad Pitt, maybe. Um, Lady Gaga's first celebrity crush was Adrian Brody. What? (laughs) Oh, Adrian Brody, who isn't traditionally seen as a heartthrob at all. No. Yeah. And then. But uh, (laughs) I have a friend that thinks he's very hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's Ah. a great actor. So right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Ellen admitted that her first celebrity crush was Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. Absolutely. Okay, um, now if you're a fan of Jersey Shore, maybe not the new one, but if you watch the old versions, you, everybody knows who Wow is. Yep. Everybody knows who Roger is. And they actually ended up getting married three years ago. They have two kids together, uh, and unfortunately they are divorcing. So no more Jay Wow and Roger. Very, very oh, sad. Man. Oh, boy. Just a TTL when... by themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, just very, very sad. I thought they would make it. Okay. Just kidding. Okay, so um, a guy was arrested outside of Cher's house yesterday, a 23-year-old man. Um, oh, and he, on drug charges, he Uh-oh. gave narcotics to a man who died of an overdose last month. Oh. So this is sort of connected to Cher because it was the son of one of her assistants. And um, Cher is actually not home right now. She's on tour in Australia. So uh, I guess that's a weird phone call to get like, hey, at your house, someone got arrested today. So, yeah. Hi, Cher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder what's going to happen to the, his mom. Uh, well, yeah. I mean. It's just sad overall. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. So sorry to depress you guys. Uh, it's all right. It's a, oh, wow. Yeah, well. All right. Uh, on TV this weekend. The we Vikings have, lost two guys. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Okay. On TV he this weekend. We had the weekend, gay penguins, though, everybody. We the had gay, gay penguins. penguins. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, thank you. Okay. On TV this weekend, a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we've got a lot of things coming out, uh, as well as on Saturday on NBC, we have uh, Saturday Night Live. Kanye and Adam Driver will host oh. the 44th season premiere. That's going to be great. Uh, and ha- Jay Leno's Garage. Yeah. We have the 30th season premiere of The Simpsons <laughs> on Sunday. We also have Fear the Walking Dead on Sunday. Uh, and that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt, dirt alert dirt, updates dirt. at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour, everybody. Coming up on 6.05 to be exact. This is Jason and Alexis in the morning. Or as Lori and Julia call it, the morning show. I'm Jace with Lex. 
and Don McLean of the Tampa, Florida McLeans. Mm. Thank you for being here. Uh, we have three hours more of entertainment Woo-hoo! to get you going for your work day or your weekend. Maybe you're maybe you're playing hooky today. Ooh, maybe yeah. we're helping you. Maybe we're helping you kick off a Ferris Bueller day. Yeah. Yeah. If you are, I would go back to sleep though. Just I would. I don't know why you're keep the radio say, on, but mm, yeah, yeah. At this point, right? You're doing a yeah. Go back to bed if you're doing a Ferris Bueller day. There's no. Uh, we want you to, to listen us in the background. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just have us have us back there anyway. Anyway, let's get started. Uh, Murphy Brown came back last night, and Lex, you go ladies first. What did you think? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. Why? I just felt like it's just old news. Just felt there's so many things going on that it real life drama <laughs> right now in Washington, just in general, and having to cover the news. That uh, especially with on the day of Dr. Ford's testimony, and then here we are. I feel like we're living in the past. There, going through how everything went down um, back in 2016. I thought the writing was trying too hard. It was very cheesy, and yeah, I, I had to turn it off midway. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, Jason- I ag- I agree with most of what you said. I was disappointed. I thought the writing would be sharper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watched the whole thing, and there was a surprise appearance uh, by Hillary Clinton, which was really funny, whether you like her or you don't like her, uh, because it it was the kickoff of the return of a bit from the original show. And I, I explained it to Colin, because probably like a lot of you listening, maybe you didn't watch Murphy. During her original run on CBS, but one of the gags, one of the one of the running gags was Murphy could never keep a secretary and and every she'd walk into her office and there'd be a new person. And sometimes they use guest stars. Like I remember one time Bette Midler was was applying (laughs) to be Murphy's secretary. So nobody knew that Hillary was going to be doing this. It wasn't in the press materials, wasn't in the promos and the secret. Actually, I don't know how they kept it, especially with the studio audience of 200 and some. But anyway, the Ella, you know, Murphy's Murphy's at her new office for Murphy in the morning, a new cable show that she's doing. And the elevator door and someone tells her, I think Miles tells her that, hey, we got to start looking for a secretary. And the minute Miles or whoever said it to Murphy, I kind of smiled. And then the elevator door opens and there's <laughs> there's Hillary. Then she comes out and she's playing someone. She says, I know, I know I look like Hillary, but I only spell it with one L or whatever. And um. And it was that writing, that back and forth was sharp and 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 funny. Again, not a political statement. It was just funny. Yeah. Um, and then like the end, the very end was sharp. Uh, the writing wasn't lame. Um, there was a bit where she starts going off on the president, and and it's not an anti. Again, I'm not I'm not saying it's good, but she's going off and being Murphy because let's not beat around the bush. The character of Murphy is liberal, mm-hmm. and uh, and they don't hide that in this one, nor should they. And it, it was a funny bit, and that the the writing there was good. Lex, I agree though. The beginning of it, it the the jokes were kind of lame. Very Who walks si- into a bar and says, "Give me an Irish coffee minus the Irish." 
Yeah. She's I just mean, ordering it was, coffee. It's like, no. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> but, yeah. Believe me, there were groans. I was just like, okay, we got to we gotta do better. Get some. Our tastes in comedy and sitcoms have changed since 1998. Yeah. I think it went off the air. And, and what makes people laugh, the, the rhythms of sitcoms have changed. And I really hope, and Diane English, I still love. I mean, she's still a great creator. I hope that her writer's room, I, I want I want them to get some sharp writers. Take some from last week tonight. <laughs> Poach some from The Daily Show. You know what I mean? If you're, yeah. If you're going to do, here's the problem now. And Lex, you, you hit on this. Here's the problem with a sitcom like Murphy Brown tackling real life things. The Daily Show and John Oliver are doing it better. Than, than you as a sitcom is doing it. And yeah. they're doing it, and The Daily Show is doing it daily. Back when Murphy Brown was around and speaking to the politics of the day, we didn't have The Daily Show and Samantha B, and uh, we didn't have Fox News. Or uh, even Lee speaking to the Yeah, we didn't, you know, we didn't have Laura Ingram speaking to conservative folks and, and Tucker Carlson. And on the liberal side, we didn't have a Rachel Maddow. And, and comedy-wise, we didn't have... Uh, like I said, Trevor Noah and and B and Oliver. Yeah. So you, if you're gonna do this, Murphy, and the team, you you got to do better now. You yeah. can't rest. You can't rest on lame jokes. Make if you're gonna and look. I think there's a place for Murphy. I think there's there's stories there, but you got to make it smart. Murphy is a smart character, mm-hmm. so her dialogue should not be clunky. Now. Also, Lex, yeah. and, and I'm going to deliver good news on the other side of this. Yeah, I, I mean, do you think t- I should go back and finish the first episode or Le- no? Lex, I, I just, Lex Lou, no, I just no, couldn't no, take just, it anymore. No, you know, here, here. <laughs> oh, no, Lex, I'm with you. Here's what we'll do, Lex. Let's make a deal. Um, I, I'm going to I'm gonna give it some time because Will and Grace gives me hope. And this is what I mean. This show, just like the revival, when you bring, well, can you imagine if we came back from the dead, how long it would take <laughs> to, you know, direct? Mm. <laughs> we came yeah, back from the dead. We reestablish and learn and did. I, I, I'm almost going to forgive. I'm going to give Murphy Brown, maybe not a full season, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to let this show find its voice. Maybe Diane English, the creator, will listen to some of the criticism uh, because there's potential here. There's potential for, you know, uh, now this comedy is obviously geared toward liberal folks. Yeah. And they don't hide that. And that's fine. Um, So, but you got to make it smart. I'm going to give it six episodes. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, I'm going to give it a half a season and see if they start learning. Because they're right, Lex, they haven't even filmed the last episode per uh, Diane English wants to remain topical. So she wants to be right. able. That's what I she, was worried about. Yeah, she wants to be able to have the characters comment on what's happening. So they're they are writing the last episode. They're they're not even done, which is good. So hopefully they're going to take in this criticism because everybody's saying what we're saying, Lex. Oh man, and make it smarter. Be- and then once they get through the unpacking, like like Lex, I know you. I think you're going to agree with me. Okay, fine. Murphy doesn't know how to use Twitter. Okay, the old, old, you know, older folks using Twitter. That that joke has been done eight thousand times. Just have her on Twitter. You don't need the lame joke of she doesn't know how to. Whatever. Yeah, her character would have kept up with it and yes. would be very savvy. Actually, Th- thank you, Lex. 
they need to get through all that exposition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Explain why you're here. Get through all that and tell new stories. Then it has hope. But if they keep if they keep they keep falling back on the rhythm of of comedy from 1992, they're going to fail. And this revival will only last a season. Mm-hmm. When we do you agree, Lex? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I, I barreled through. And it did get better in the second half. I will say that. But I did not love it. I did not love it. I was disappointed. 613. But listen to this, Lexa Lulu. Yes. Donna Lulu. Mm -hmm. When we come back, I have a new hope. I watched the new Will and Grace season premiere. (laughs) We'll be right back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It is, uh, oh, there it is, 619. We've been looking for you, 619, and we found you. Woohoo! Where have you been? I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Whoa! Friday, September 28th. Yeah. Don Don has her whip out. Everybody, she's ready to go camping. It's a crack of dawn. That's right. That's a good one, Don. That could be your drag name. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're a drag, yeah. you could be the crack of dawn. Oh, That's right. yeah. oh, your butt cheeks are hanging out the whole time. You're crack. Oh, I don't Coin know. slot. <laughs> Wow, Lex is bringing attention to your butt yeah, crack. That's, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Sounds cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds drafty, Don. Yeah. Drafty. Okay, I have good news. More, uh, more hot just for you. We have uh, birthday pranks too coming up next six o'clock, friends. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to tell you this. So you just heard us talk about the revival of Murphy Brown. We Lex turned, you know, not impressed. Yeah. Uh, disappointed because I love the character of Murphy. Yeah. Um. We kind of felt the same way about the revival of Will and Grace. They had a lot to unpack. They felt the need to do a lot of lame jokes to show that Will and Grace and Jack and Karen were living in the you know in a, in the two in the later two thousands now, and they relied too much on lame jokes. Well, I'm happy to tell you, and I thought this might happen, that they are done with all of that. And now they are looking forward and they're telling new stories with new people and putting them, um, putting the, the great foursome in new situations. And if the season premiere is any indication, which I just watched, this is going to be a, this is going to be what, this is why we were excited for Will and Grace to come back. It was really good. There's an easeability. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. About it, is it just... Yeah, they're back. I mean, yeah, it's... it's, Yeah, it's it's back. It's back to the rhythm of some of the better seasons of Will and Grace, the original run. And uh, this first episode, I'm not giving anything away, but I re-watched it. I re-watched the screener scene uh, right before we went on the air this morning. Sean Hayes, we already know, is a great physical comedian. I think he's the best. You know, Deborah Messing's really good too. They're they're kind of like two sides of Lucille Ball, but uh, Sean Hayes is such a good, good physical com- uh, comedian. And they have a sequence, Lex, <laughs> that Jack, <laughs> Jack 
his face has to FaceTime his new boyfriend. So he's starting to be self-conscious about his, his face and his eyes. So he's going to go in to get his eyes pulled. Oh, <laughs> so, my gosh. So he's talking to Will. And he, he and he's like, Will, I'm going in. But the doctors gave me this cream that I have to put on uh, three hours before the procedure. So so Jack's smothering it all in his face at Will's apartment. And the audience is just losing it because Sean Hayes is just like wiping it everywhere on his face. And, and I thought, oh, well, that's funny enough. Well, then... Will goes, you are really putting that everywhere. Stop it, Jack. And then he and he's like, and don't eat it because some of it gets into his mouth. And then, <laughs> so Will starts reading the, the bottle and he's like, you're not supposed to put this much on. It causes numbing. And oh, my. It, it, I'm not going to talk at that point. Oh, Lex, I can't describe it well enough, but it showcases. It is one of those sequences where. If you were in the, st- I'm sure NBC had to edit the laughing down because Sean Hayes is trying to talk and his tongue is numb and then his hands are numb. And it reminds me of that Tim Conway, Carol Burnett dentist skit. Oh, yeah. Because then, Lex, Will goes, <laughs> Will said, Well, it says here that the potassium in bananas reverses the effect. So they're sitting at Will's dining room table and Will has a bowl of limes and lemons and Jack sticks his whole head into the bowl because he can't use his hands and he's trying to reach for a banana and he can't hold it and he's trying to unpeel it. It was, uh, it's probably physical wise, one of my favorite sequences from the show and I'm pot, the audience, they were screaming. I mean, it was Sean, hey, it was a great minute and a half of showcasing Sean and how good he is. Oh, it was the highlight of the episode. And it just, and then David, I'm saving the best to last. David Schwimmer premieres oh. right away. They don't wait. They He's in the season premiere as Grace's new boyfriend. I don't want to give a lot away. I'll just say he's as far away from Ross as you can get. Oh, good. Ooh, his, nice for him. His character is so different. We're talking about Will and Grace season two premiere. If you just tuned in, when does uh, it premiere? I, I got the what? When does it premiere? My love. Let me look here. Because hold on, sweetheart. This is appointment viewing here. You, uh, Lex. I really do think they don't talk. They don't know politics. It's just it's in in the Karen. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you Karen's plot line? Because, you know, there's always three stories going on or two. So yeah, what's going on with her? Karen's plot line is she's pissed. She She's walking around the streets of New York. And she comes in and she's all mad and, she's, and Will's there. It's just Will. She's like, Wilma. She goes, I'm walking around. She goes, and I saw this woman. And that woman had my boobs. She, <laughs> she's she's mad because there's a plastic surgeon that's ca- that's calling a certain boob job the Karen Walker. <laughs> so, oh, no. so she ordered oh, that up. She ordered. So she she said she spotted a woman with her boobs. And oh, it's just <laughs> it's just it's a good episode. It's a great return to form uh, for this. Uh, it yeah, premieres, fun. I think, next week. Lex, yep. next week or the oh, week after it premieres? October 4th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. next week. 
It's yes. good, guys. It's good. It's good. Uh, Six twenty-five. When we come back, Lance De Havilland Colby is uh, has returned for another birthday pranks. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Lex of the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. Uh, we'll be back after these words. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment. Uh, the highest uh, searches for the Rams 38 to 31 win over the Vikings on Thursday night football last night. Also trending, uh, people are searching for the term Devil's Triangle. That spiked yesterday when it came up an intense exchange between U.S. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and U.S. Uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Uh, Kavanaugh mentioned this in a yearbook post. He said it was a drinking game. Here's the problem. The only reference to Devil's Triangle online is a sexual act involving one woman and multiple men. In a lawsuit filed in federal court in New York, the Securities and Exchange Commission accused Elon Musk of committing fraud by making false public accusa- or false public statements with the potential to hurt investors. Elon Musk, he's Tesla's chief executive, as we all know, was accused by federal regulators yesterday of misleading investors with false public statements, a move that could force him out of the company's leadership. And on Twitter, we have the hashtags Friday Feeling and Writer's Cup. Those are the latest trends. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. 631. Jason and Alexis in the morning on mytalk1071. Everything entertainment. Everything Justin Timberlake. I'm Jace with Lex. wonder if he's here already, guys. Mm, probably not. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. He's performing tonight and tomorrow at the X. Yeah. We'll be uh, we'll be there tonight uh, in the My Talk suite with some winners from the Bids for Kids. Can't wait to see you. Mm-hmm. And we'll stay up as Are you eating something? Mm-mm. Are you enjoying a banana? No, I'm not. Are you enjoying <laughs> a raspberry? Uh-uh. Oh, it sounded like you were enjoying some food and I was jealous because... Are you I'm a little hungry? hungry? Yeah, I'm a little hungs. No. I'm a little a little hungsaries. Mm. Yeah, didn't get anything today. Anyway, enough about my hunger. Uh, but no, we'll be there tonight. Excited to see it. And uh, yeah, six thirty-two. It's time for birthday pranks. And uh, Lance De Havilland Colby is back, and he's tangling this time with a. <laughs> he's tangling with a dude. I had. I told Dawn, I had so much fun doing this one because this dude was all worked up. He was not having Lance's shenanigans. <laughs> and that's always... And then whenever that happens and I'm in the moment, I lean into it. I, I go full Lance. Sometimes I hold back a little bit, but this time, because he was so agitated, I leaned in and gave him full Lance to Haviland Colby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's birthday pranks. Birthday pranking with Because she's bad at lying to people. Hello? Hey, may I speak to Justine, please? This is Justine. Hi, Justine. This is Jason Matheson from My Talk 1071. How are you? Oh, yay. Hi. Hi. Good. How Hi. are you? Good, thanks. So, uh, producer Dawn, uh, talked to me, got your email. I know you talked yes. to her. You want to prank, correct me if I'm wrong, your fiance, yes. Rich. 
Yes. Perfect. <laughs> and I know that you guys kind of uh, worked up a scenario. You guys moved, right? Right. Yeah, we just moved from the suburbs into a condo. You guys are in St. Paul, in right? The city. Yes. Okay. And there's something about so you want to is your husband your I'm sorry, your fiance, he's a little sad, right? Don said. Well, it was a good it was a good move. His job is in downtown St. Paul and we've been living in living in the suburbs and you know, the commute was expensive, and it would take a lot of time. And you know, he's a great guy, and he tries to put a good spin on stuff. But like, yeah, we're, we're happy about the new condo, but he's kind of a country guy. Okay. And 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 he, okay, so he hates that we've got we've got a dog, yeah. and we've got um, Marley, and. Um, he hates that he has to go and like like he he used to have like a big fencing yard. Yeah. And now he has to go to the designated condo potty patch. Got it. I know the feeling. Uh I I, I live that every day. Yeah, so <laughs> so so Dawn said so what we're going to do is I'm going to act like your your building manager and Dawn Dawn told me that you told her he hasn't met him right yet, right? So I, if I act like your building manager, he'll have no idea. Am I right on that? Yeah, no, I'm the only one that's talked to him. He hasn't had any conversations or interactions with him yet. Perfect. Hello? Hi, may I speak to Rich, please? Uh, yes, this is Rich. Who's this? Hi, Rich. This is Lance DeHavilland Colby. I'm your building manager. How are you? Oh, wow. Um, I'm doing great. Thanks. Uh, how can I help you? Well, I just want, uh, first, I want to make sure I know you and your fiance um, just moved in recently. Want to check and see if you're happy in our community. We did. Um, yeah, we, we definitely are. Really, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Um, um, well, yeah, thank you. We're, we're doing great. Okay, good. Well, pleasantries out of the way. I'm also calling for another reason. And, um, Small problem, and I just, I wanted to, as Barney Fife would say, nip it in the bud right away. Um, There's a problem with your dog. Oh, my gosh. Um, Wow. I'm sorry, what's the issue? Well, it seems, uh, and it's not just me. We've gotten a couple complaints. They they choose to remain anonymous. We don't want to obviously make you uncomfortable your new neighbors uncomfortable but it seems the accusation is is that you you kind of meander in our poopy patch with your dog and the dog is intimidating the other dogs in the building um i'm sorry you've got to be kidding me what what exactly do you mean i just mean that you're you seem, again, alleged. Um, I mean, I've only, I should say, I've seen it once, but um, alleged, you what seem. What have you seen? Well, I've been out there with my dog, Thor, and it's been, you do kind of meander, and your dog goes up to, well, came up to Thor and is intimidating, and you just kind of stand there, um, not really 
acknowledging or pulling your dog back. And it's, I'm sorry, this is, I'm sorry to stop you. This is absolutely ridiculous. My dog is extremely well-mannered, has never been intimidating toward any other animal. I am obviously, like you said, I'm with my dog constantly. I'm mm-hmm. always aware. I, this is, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I know. What was your name again? Yeah. My, my name What's is Lance. Lance. And my dog's Lance. name is Thor. I, I know this sounds ridiculous, but as the building, it is ridiculous. Ma- yeah. as the building manager, you have to understand, I have to field these complaints. And when I get more than one, um, you know, swamp a doozy. I got to take care of it. I got to at least. I, I got to at least acknowledge and ask you about it. So, am I here? I understand you have a job mm-hmm. to do. I, mm-hmm. I get that. I do. But I, Lance, I'm sorry. This is this is. You must have the wrong person because I, this has never happened before. I have never been accused of such things. My dog has never been accused of such things. Mm. Um, we're, my fiance and I were brand new to this building. I and know. This is, Welcome. Honestly, yeah. this is the this is the worst thing that I that I. This is this is terrible. This is ridiculous. I. Well, um, I hear you. I'm going to need to speak to you in person because this is crazy. This yeah. Is absolutely crazy. Well, I'm actually in Palm Beach right now um, for the RuPaul Drag Con, so I won't be back for a little while, but that's why, but I oh, wanted to nip this. I, I want, you're on no, vacation and you're calling me to tell me this wild accusation. Something that's absolutely not true. Well, I'm sorry to, to ruin your vacation. No. It's so ridiculous. This is my it's job. Not, I, I, I wanted to make you a priority and that's why, and my, and our, our, and our neighbors. I mean, this was a concern. It couldn't really wait. Um, I got yet another complaint yesterday. Um, and, and I didn't want to wait. Me. No. I'm were you, sorry. You're were you sorry. in the poopy patch? Were you in the poopy patch yesterday? Yes, I was in the, yes, yes, I was in the dog, yeah, the poopy patch, whatever. Yeah. I was there, but I need to know exactly. Did you meander? So I can speak to them first. What do you mean meander? Of course I'm there. No, I just mean for an inordinate amount of time. Were you in the poopy patch for a while? I, oh my gosh, I don't time myself or my dog when I'm there. How can I, how can I be aware of these kinds of things? I'm often doing business calls and taking care of stuff. This mm-hmm. is, I'm sorry, this is. Ridiculous. I know it I sounds, believe me, do you think I would much rather be on the floor of the convention center right now? You know, um, I'm sure you would, uh, as so, I would rather be doing a lot of other things. Yeah. But this is something, if there's an issue, we can talk about this in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But right now, I think this is the most, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm baffled, Rich, I'm blown Rich, away, I can't believe this. Hi, Rich, let me just, here, maybe this will help. I have, um, as you were talking, I... I got a call waiting. I still can't believe they still have call waiting now. But I got a call waiting from one of your neighbors who's willing um, to talk to you right now. C- would you mind if I patch her in? And maybe oh, my we- gosh. Yes, please. Okay, hold please. on. I would love that. Hold on Absolutely just a second. I, I got to figure out how to do this here. Okay, press that one. Okay, there. Hey, Justine, why don't you say hello to your fiancé, Rich? Hi, honey. Rich, this is Jason Matheson from from My Talk 1071, and you, my friend, have been birthday pranked. Oh, my God. You guys have got to be kidding me. Wow. Nope. Oh, Justine, we were about to move out. I love this place. Rich, stop. Rich, stop meandering in the poopy patch, please. Come on. Are you kidding me? This is really... 
Oh, my God. I was about to freak out. Uh, no, you start to freak out. You did freak out. I loved it. You were it. totally God. freaking out. You were totally freaking out, Rich, but I loved it. Oh, my God. Well, I can't believe it. happy birthday to you, and uh, you guys were great. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for being a good sport, Rich. Oh, my God. so in for it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh man. Birthday pranks. Wednesdays, 730. <laughs> Right I forgot here. you said swap a doozy in there. Yeah, I, I did. Swap a doozy. And then my favorite part of the whole thing really is that you kind of force him to say the words poopy patch. Because you, uh, <laughs> you say it, were you in the poopy patch? Were you in the poopy patch? Like three times. And then he, he says, I w- in the dog area, the, yes, the poopy patch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a goal of mine, Dawn. I... I will admit, I desperately oh. wanted him to say it with me. And he said it with anger. I love yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know. I wasn't kidding. I know all about poopy patch drama. Yeah. I don't, I don't have it so much at my current place. Uh, the neighbors are very, very, very nice. Oh, yeah. But there is still one person, and I have yet, I have yet to Perry Mason, Jessica Fletcher this up. There is a resident... And I know it's the same person because the poop is the same. And I know that sounds bad, but if you have if you have dogs, you know they leave it. uh, They never ever. And Colin, because of schedule, obviously takes the boys out more than I do. Colin gets so mad, like it's gross. Unbelievable! Well, it is, and it's just lazy because I, Don, you've been there. I am not joking. The guys, my talkers, the bag dispenser is two feet. Like, Lex, you can't, it is not, you don't even walk. There is a bag dispenser, right, Don? Yeah, right for you with a little trash can right there. It's super easy. It is, Lex, it's right there. There's no excuse whatsoever, but somebody. Never. There's the same person that never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> cleans up after their dog. And poor Ew. Colin. Oh, it drives oh. Colin gets. Colin I'm gonna gets ruin so- it for everyone. That's the worst part. I know. I know. Mm. Six coming up on six forty four. We're gonna take a break, and we will be back right after these. What? And now a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. Why did the A go to the bathroom and come out as an E? Because he had a vowel movement. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. <laughs> okay. Now, Forgot about that one. Uh, I've laughed at maybe four of them throughout the years. Now it's five. That now, Don, you have to admit. That right? was one when, of the better ones. That was. <laughs> I mean, out of the ten percent that are funny. Yeah. If we're grading on a scale, Don, sure. don't you think that that one's yeah, it's fine? Not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> It's not bad. Let's do this one. Here we go. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. What's bigger than a tow truck? A foot truck. (laughs) This has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Yeah. To the listening public, I should have stopped while yeah, we why, were ahead. Why did you do that? I, I, I ruined it, Don. <laughs> yeah, I ruined did. it. You know, I ruined. Uh, we had a good moment, and I ruined it. That's and I apologize. I, I I apologize. Welcome back to the show. It is uh, five forty nine. Lex, will you please tell us? We didn't get to this yesterday, and I'm glad that you reminded us about it again today. The iPhone tombstone. Mm. 
Yes. Yes, Mrs. Wiggins. Uh, there's a girl in Russia. Okay. Who Russia. died a couple years ago. But okay. the reason oh, no. why this oh, is. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Dawn is. Just, it's just, we, we've moved from sad animal well, stories anyway, to yeah. sad yeah. human stories. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, her dad is helping rem- remember her in a very unique way okay. uh, because now her tombstone has been placed on her grave. She was 25 years old when she died. And the tombstone is pretty unique. It's an iPhone tombstone. It's. What? Yeah, it has an Apple logo on the back. It has a home button. It has a camera. On the screen is a selfie of her looking beautiful. And uh, there you go. (laughs) I kind of love this. Do you? I do. It's kind of fun to see. Obviously, Lex, I'm assuming you have the story. Was she a tech tech fan? Did she she love the Apple? Oh, yeah, she loved. Yep. Dad said that she never left home without her phone. It was always there, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a black iPhone. Yeah, it's and she's the screensaver, so it's Aww. five feet tall. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? Oh, that's a big yeah, iPhone. Yeah, it's gigantic. It's as big as a person. That's why it took just as long. And I'm trying to look this up because I'm trying to see what the price of this was because it was it was pricey. Is it like made of stone and carved into kind of like, or is it like? not made of stone you know what i mean it's made of black basalt which is oh. yeah yeah that so cool? that's, that's that? like a it's yeah. a rock yeah. yeah so it is it is Thank yep you. um maybe yeah. i want this i don't want to start thinking no. about my tombstone but make it a tiny little south fork ranch or something yeah you know the monument and then Maybe a Have little you, figurine of oh, you standing on the porch. And all of the tombstones, yeah. Lex, all of the tombstones are so uh, are small around her. So, I mean, this is like making a statement here. Oh, no. I know what I'll do. Lex, uh, one of the most creative gifts that, and Lex and I joke about this, we have gifts for each other that we've never given. We just collect them and we, <laughs> do, yeah. Yeah, but that's true. One, one of the gifts that Lex gave me that meant so much, and, and I don't know, I've never said this to you directly, but one of my favorite gifts that you've ever given me, and I think it was for a birthday or whatever, and I have it in my wine area, is Lex took, I don't know who made it for you, but mm. you took a photo of me in front of South Fork, and you had it stenciled on this itty-bitty little frame. It was like a little drawing. Do you remember this, Lex? I do remember that, yeah. And a little beautiful frame, but it's like a little bitty, it looks like, it looks like it should hang in a mouse's house, but it's just very, and it's the most creative little thing, but it's me, a drawing of me holding my Stetson when you and I were there uh, in front of the, the house, in front of South Fork. And I have that right next to my bottle of J.R. Ewing bourbon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, I'm, I'm glad you still have it and like I, it. Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep everything that you give me. <laughs> and then I also it, like, keep everything that I week. bought for you that I never give you. What, Dawn? Yeah. I'm so sorry. What if you found it at Goodwill next week, Alexis, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, it's like, <laughs> I would never <laughs> I do that. Look, it's, it's so personalized, too. It meant so much because yeah. it wasn't just something that Lex bought at a store. And not mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's a great gift, too, but she had it made for me and and, and uh, I've, I've moved it from house to house to house and it's always I always have it right next to my J.R. Ewing bourbon because when I think of bourbon I also think of you so yeah. yeah well it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah it's a little piece of art and my girlfriend does I'm trying to look up her 
uh, she's changed the name of her company, but they're they're little. They're like three, three and a half by three and yeah. a half inches. They're a little frame, and yeah, she does all of the graphic art there, and then prints them. And so, yeah, I brought the picture to her, and she made that specifically. But uh, it's yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so cute. That's I'll fun. take a picture. Yay. Of it. Okay, yeah. perfect. Let, let's end this hour with some share. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can please. we, Lex, would you mind a little music on a Friday? Share while we were sleeping. I guess the new album came out, or it's getting ready to come out. Her tribute to ABBA, Dancing Queen. And uh, one of our listeners on the Insta, Hunter, alerted me to this. And should we, I haven't heard this. Have you heard Dancing Queen? Mm-mm. No. I, I heard it. It's great. You've heard it? I've heard, yeah, her version of it. Oh, I haven't heard this yet. Here we go, Don. I mean, she sounds great. Yeah. Honestly. I love it. It sounds pretty it's, darn good. It's the perfect marriage. Her and ABBA. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm downloading this album right now. I guess the whole album, Lex, is available today. Like, they, they were releasing single, but today's the day. Let's end with this instead of Michael Buble, shall we? Yes, please. Let's wrap up the hour. When we come back, everybody, passing notes and your chance to win Justin Timberlake. We'll be right back. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.